Hey guys, it's Amanda and welcome to episode 19. I cannot believe that we are almost to 20 episodes. That's insane. Um, I feel like we have been doing this for not that long at all, but at the same time, I feel like we've been doing it forever because of the fact that you guys have received us so well and just have kept encouraging us um, and have told us all the ways that God is speaking to you through this podcast. And that is the biggest honor. And so I cannot wait for our 20th episode. It's coming up soon next week. But before we get to that, we have an even more fun episode right now. This is episode 19, and we um, have a sit down with our dear friend, Jenny. She is the owner and founder of Vinnie Louise. You can follow them on Instagram at Vinnie Louise. It's V-I-N-N-I-E-L-O-U-I-S-E. Jenny Reed, she is an incredible woman. We got to sit down with her when we were in Nashville um, a few months ago. And so I just cannot wait for you guys to hear all of the fun things that we talk about in this episode. Um, Also, you guys will want to stay tuned on our Instagram at Basically Basic Podcast because Jenny has so graciously offered a discount code for everyone who listens today and all of our followers. So stay tuned for that. But right now it's time for our interview with Jenny. So grab your favorite Starbucks drink. Side note, mine right now is adding cold foam to the top of any of my drinks. My friend Landry just recently told me about this, and since then I've been kind of obsessed with it. So grab your favorite Starbucks, grab a coffee to go from home if you're trying to save money. We support that too, and enjoy our interview with Jenny. So guys, we are so excited to welcome our dear friend, Miss Jenny Reed, the owner of Vinnie Louise in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome, Jenny. Hey guys, so excited to be here. Yay! We're we so happy it. to be here. So since we're in Nashville, we didn't do a normal Starbucks order today. We did um, a little coffee shop called Frothy Monkey. I feel like we're like cheating on Starbucks right I know. Now. I kind of feel like we are too. But Sorry, Starbucks. We it love is what you. it is. So Jenny, why don't you share with us what you got? I got the decaf Americano. Decaf Americano. And she's drinking it black, you guys, which yeah. means she's, like, super cool, honestly. I feel like that <laughs> means – this is just, like, solidifying why we have you on because it means you're really a boss woman. If you oh, yeah. get a Like, honestly, when Kami texted me that order that that's what you wanted, I mean, it was like, oh, okay. I know. I want to be that person yeah. so badly. Like, I know it's better for you. I know that it's, like – I drink coffee enough that I definitely have the palate. Like, at this point, I should yeah. like coffee black, but I just, like, don't do it. <laughs> And also, guys, if you are in Nashville, multiple things. One, if you ever come visit Nashville, let us know because we have all the favorite spots. Mm-hmm. But Frothy Monkey was my go-to in college. So I we are in the basement right now of the house that I went lived in when I lived well, well lived in when I lived here. My sisters live here now, and like two seconds down the street is this cute coffee shop called Frothy Monkey, and they have the best lattes. They have like a banana latte. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, because like monkey Frothy Monkey. Yeah, it's so cute. cute. Um, But yeah, there's always a line, but you should definitely go. Their breakfast is great. Love it. Mm. And then down the street from that is Ginny's shop, Vinnie Louise, which is so cute. She has a – you have two locations now, right? Two locations. And you're about to have – Three locations. (laughs) Okay, so first tell us where your locations are. Okay, so I have one in 12 South. Um, It's right next to Ginny's Ice Cream. Which is so good. Yes, so good. We just moved there actually this summer. We were in a little house right across from it. Um, And then we have one in East Nashville, which is our flagship store, which is also next to a coffee shop. It's actually in the same building um, of 
like one of the other good coffee shops in town, Barista Parlor. Oh, that's like the bougie coffee shop. Yes. Barista Parlor is like the most hipster place you will ever go. It's like if you want to be somebody, go to Barista. It's so true. And don't ask for any like pumpkin spice or anything no, basic. Like if no. you are really basic, do not go to be Just Barista don't go Parlor. there. No. Just don't go you there. You need to be like sleek chic is yeah. the vibe I'm Or getting. like carry it in your purse. The That's so <laughs> We would be those people. <laughs> we go to Barista Parlor with like coffee mate pumpkin spice or like peppermint mocha Just have it in your bag. <laughs> they would probably kick us out. We would 100% do that. Okay. Wow. So Jenny, we want to know a little oh, bit wait, about another you. Short. Oh, I am so sorry. You just wow. totally interrupted our guest. To make this. <laughs> okay, but also I'm not even going to apologize because I'm just that excited to get started. So <laughs> like, continue. <laughs> okay, so East Nashville flagship, 12 South yes. and is then, the one I know. Yes, and then we are about to open a third location in Murfreesboro. So it's about 40 minutes from here. And that one is like being built right now, right? Yes, we're under construction and someone amazing is going to be the manager. Someone really cool, my oh, little, little sister. That's so, so cool. fun fact, both my little sisters work at Vinnie Louise. Um, I like to remind them on the regular that I knew Jenny first. It's true. It happened just five I just minutes ago in the kitchen. She was like, yes. okay, because I was like, okay, so how did you guys meet? Like getting to know all the sisters, like how they knew Jenny. And Cammie goes, well, I met her. F- I knew her first. I did know her first. And I'm so proud of it because I actually, we were just talking about this. The first time Jenny and I ever got breakfast, I think we were getting breakfast yeah. or brunch. We we're sitting there talking and she had just launched Vinnie Louise as an Instagram page and you were sharing your dream and like what you hoped it would be. And it's so cool because now it's beyond that. Like it, I remember you being like, I just, you know, we'll start here and then hopefully one day we'll have a store. And now you're about to open your third store. It is crazy. Which is so cool just to see like the Lord planning that dream and then bringing it to fruition. I love it so much. Okay. So first question though, I want to know why it's called Vinnie Louise. Cause I think I know, but I, I don't really remember. Yes. So when I started, I actually went through like a ton of names. So I worked with a wordsmith and I had, you know, those like thread and stitch and, you know, all those like cool names. And then I kind of brought it back to like, you know what, I actually really wanted this to be personal. And so my grandma who went by Lou, her name was Vinny. And I was just kind of like, no, like Vinny Louise actually sounds cool. It's yeah. so cool. And it just would have more meaning. And so then it kind of goes into like who she was as a person. And so it was just like the perfect name. So, I mean, she really grew up with nothing and, but she was still so fashionable. Um, I love that. And was just so generous. And I just kind of thought that fit perfectly with what the store was gonna be so I love that so which much. was so crazy because now I'm just like I was like is are people gonna get Vinny Louise are people gonna know the name and then now it is just like oh that's Vinny, that's Vinny. yeah oh, so I love that. Yeah. it's really cool you know you've made it when you don't even have to say the second half of the name you can just be like that's Vinny <laughs> and I when I text Regan and Quinn about it I say VL yes, yes which is VL, also yeah. amazing but it is it's a name that stands out and it's not complicated like you, no it's but you're never gonna get confused with something else Right. Like, you didn't make it up, and it has meaning, and it, like, just totally fits your store. Yeah. I'm glad you guys think so. <laughs> You're like, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad it's, it's still, I'm to glad it's it still working. I'm glad it's still working. I love that. Okay, so what made you want to open this store? So, I mean, honestly, even in high school, I always, like, toyed around with the idea of, like, how cool it would be to have a store one day, and it honestly wasn't even clothes-focused. It was just, I thought it would be so great to have a store. My dad um, had his own business. My grandma had a business, and so 
I just kind of really was excited to go that business route. Um, and so freshman year in college, I majored in fashion merchandising. And then I just, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, but honestly, one of the biggest things I wrestled with, um, which the Lord really changed later on, was it wasn't as godly as some other things. And so mm-hmm. I think as Christians, sometimes we, we wrestle with like, I need, you know, I need to do this certain thing. Mm-hmm. And or like it has to be ministry in like yes. a conventional way. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's so um, true. Because my other heart was, I mean, obviously my heart is helping women. And so my other path was psychology. And mm-hmm. so I ended up switching to um, psychology to do counseling. And that's what I was working on. And I uh, did undergrad psychology and women's studies. And then I went to grad school for counseling, working on my LPC. And I ended up taking um, a year off just for some personal reasons. When and I've heard that process is so long. Yes. And I mean, it was amazing. I went, I went to a seminary, um, for it. Uh, one of my friends passed away and I got really sick and I just really felt like the Lord was like, just, you know, take a break. Rest, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm just going to take a break in a really fun city. And I moved to Nashville. To Nashville. Okay. Where, so were you where, before? Yeah, where were you before? North Carolina. Oh. So I'm born and raised North Carolina and then was, um, in grad school in Charlotte. Fun. And I had only, been to Nashville one other time and knew literally two people. Wow. Um, but I was so excited about this and I was just going to stay here for a year. I was just going to do like be a nanny because I didn't want to get pulled into like a corporate job. I did a corporate job for a few years before I went to grad school. And so I was like, I'm just going to be a nanny and then I'm going to go and transfer to a new campus, which was in Massachusetts, um, to finish my program. And then I met my husband. Aww. Which now I think is coming back to me. Did we nanny for the same family? No. Did you nanny for Janan? Yes. No, you did not. Yes, I did. I think you <laughs> took my job. No, that is so crazy. Because, I guess I did. Oh, well, because that's how I met Natalie. Yes, because so Natalie, who's one of my best friends here, she nannied for a family where their backyards yes. like, touched. Yes. And so, and I just remembered that. That's how y'all met. But that was my job before it Wait, was yours. we actually have never discussed it. I don't think we have. This is live happening right now, guys. <laughs> They're my nanny I, babies. No, that is Annalise crazy. and Hollis. Yes. Are we named for the Shout same out, family? girl. Shout out. If you're listening to Shout out, West family. We have to talk about this later because I'm sure our listeners don't really care, but this is crazy because I don't think I made that connection that that was you until just this moment. No, literally, we've That's never crazy. made the connection. This is insane. That is, okay, and can I just say to girls out there listening who are in a season where you're nannying because you just don't, you're like, I have a dream, but I don't know what it is yet. I feel like that's a lot of people who nanny. It's mm-hmm. like this season where you're like pursuing something else, but mm-hmm. it's a job that's kind of flexible. You can get good money. You can work with kids, which is always fun. I just want to say that God is, is using, using that you. time. Yeah. Like yes. to be able to lay down like your life for someone else's children and to have the patience and love to like bless them. I just want to do shout out to all my nanny girls out there because it's and hard. It is hard. And here's the thing. I have, I have several friends doing it now. And here's the thing. I don't really love wiping my own kids boogers. So like I feel like nannies are saints who can <laughs> wipe real. the boogers of other people's children. So literally that's shout so out. Because you guys are doing God's work. You're being the hands and feet. I feel like that's for somebody that. listening. They're yes. going to be like, wow, I needed to hear that because your work really matters. For sure. Okay. So anyway, so you were nannying for – you took my job. Took your job. That's so crazy. Yep. Cool. 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 And met your husband. Met my husband. And so, anyways, was like, okay, now I'm definitely staying in Nashville. Aww. Did you know, like, right when you met him, that it was like, I, the, you know the real what? Deal? I did, but not like day one. So when yeah. I met him, we were kind of like set up. 
y'all, I seriously, the day I met him, I went home and I like wrote in my journal to the Lord, thanking him for a friend. <laughs> so, oh, you, so you thought this is a friend. Well, I just was so happy. Like I just moved to Nashville like three months prior, loved being a nanny. I had like, I loved my roommate, loved where we were living. I was having the time of my life. And like, I think for one time in my life, I was not like looking like where is my husband yeah which isn't that like the lord that's how it works i know every time seriously you're not looking and you finally like just kind of surrendered it and then he's like oop here's your husband yeah here's your husband so we met and it was kind of a blind date ish um but it wasn't a date it was like friend to friend like meet each other and i just remember just like thanking the lord for a friend and then we hung out the next day and then that was when i knew i was like in trouble i was like there is something different about him Oh, I love that so much. I love that. Yeah, so it was great. We dated for six months and then got engaged. And so it was pretty quick. And so with that, I was like, okay, I'm going to start looking at grad schools here. But I was going to stay nannying until I got married. And so I needed a creative outlet. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to start an antique business. And so I started refurbishing furniture. I would, like, repaint it. It was when chalk paint was really big Mm -hmm. and did, like, the – shabby chic style thing shout out annie sloan i mean that is who i used she was literally on my top five who do you want to invite to dinner list annie sloan seriously (laughs) and um so that was really fun and i kind of got this taste of like you know just like a little taste of like creating something and then like Mm. seeing something you know come to life with it um so i loved that and i started debating on is counseling the route i wanted to go Um, and so I really wrestled with it. I was actually going to a therapist at the time and just really trying to figure out like, is counseling it or what is it? Which is probably hard because you'd been pursuing that for a long time. Literally for like eight years. I was like, I'm going to be a therapist. I'm going to be a therapist. I'm going to be a therapist. And something was shifting and I like, wasn't sure what it was. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, get married apply to grad school. I get my acceptance. I am like, this is not, I'm like, this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Wow. And so literally on the way to Janan's old nanny family to interview the new nanny, literally it came to me that I was supposed to open an online store. And was right it just away, like, this de- like deposit in your brain? Literally like so random. Like I'm supposed to open this online store. You guys out there who are listening, I am not a tech person. I am not tech savvy. Like I think I had Instagram for like 20 days before I thought of this idea. And, um, and so I'm like, I'm supposed to open the store. And like right away was that thing in me again of like, this isn't godly. Mm -hmm. And I literally felt like the Lord say like, Jenny, you are putting me in a box like right there. And so I was like, okay, okay, God, I've got, I've got to trust you in this. So I called my husband and I was like, okay, I have this idea. And literally two months later I opened, I went running after it. So when you opened, were you just online first? Just online. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So how did you go from this dream deposited into your head to like getting online? Like, was it just, you just started researching how to do it and just went crazy? Super fast. I mean, it's not my background. Like business is not my background. Um, I just knew I had to figure it out and go after it. And 
when I like get my mindset on something, I like you're do one of those people that's like gonna like I, do it no matter what. Yeah, I do it. Like I mean, I when I did the antique business, I mean, I had no idea how to paint anything, and I was like, I'm just gonna figure this. <laughs> you're out. like, but I am an artist now. <laughs> I am an artist. <laughs> what so are you talented. on the enneagram? Do you know? I am a nine. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. You guys can't tell we're very into the Enneagram it's right the new now. Thing, guys. We like want to know what everyone is. We're, we're going to have an episode on it for sure. I want to totally. like, but I need a an specialist. Ex- yeah. If you're an, if you know of, or oh, side note, if you yes. know of or are an Enneagram expert, message us because we would love to have you on because it's fascinating, especially as we're like having these special guests on and like hearing everyone's story. I just like love to know what you are. And I could spend like the whole hour just like diving into your number nine, but we'll I need to get, time. I need to like study it a little bit more. I, I was like, I took a test like a while ago and I was a nine, but then I retook it and I was a two wing three. Yeah. Cause so. I feel like, I feel oh. like the three and you was probably that driven, like yeah. that achieving of like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to yeah. go for it all the way. Yeah. What is a nine? What's the title of the nine? It's the peacemaker, peacemaker. which you're so peaceful. Oh yes. So peaceful. Most of the time. I feel that. <laughs> I feel your peace when you came and sat with us. No, thank you. Wow. So then you just, you did it. Yeah, I mean, I literally – so I took this business class, like – well, it wasn't really a business class. So I worked with a wordsmith to come up with Vinny, mm-hmm. and they were doing this, like, brand package. And because I'm not tech savvy at all, I was like, I have to do this. It was so expensive. Mind you, I was a nanny. My husband worked at a church. We were on a budget, mm-hmm. like, a huge budget. And so it was a really big deal um, for me to do it. And as much as I loved the wordsmith, everything else pro- like just didn't work for me. Um, and it was kind of discouraging, but also it was like a wake-up call of how much I really wanted this and how much I was going yeah. after it because I was willing to pay this price. Yeah. And then after it didn't really work out, I was like, okay, yep, got to figure it out on my own because I don't have another dollar to give someone. <laughs> like, well, that was the whole budget. So yeah, there's so like, that. That was half my starting budget, so So, where do we go from here? I called the Department of Revenue probably three times a day. They they like probably like knew my number. That's awesome though. Who is gonna talk to her today? I love that. So how did you make the jump from like how and when did you know it was time to make the jump from like online to the physical store? Yes. So in the beginning, um, having a brick and mortar really intimidated me and I honestly didn't even know I was ever going to have one. I always thought I was going to have a fashion truck and, or something like that, like some kind of pop-up or a fashion truck, um, or just stay online. Uh, the brick and mortar really scared me. Um, so it was great. I think anyone who is out there who has started a business, you know, you have all this fuel, you have all this fire, you're so excited and especially for online businesses, like let's just go with clothing, you have your supporters day one, day two, day three, Hello, day me. four. <laughs> day four, it gets real. And you're like, oh, wait, I have to also have people that don't know about me. Yeah. And it was hard. I mean, we did we did good sales-wise for an online store, but it was not like making the bills. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it was to the point that we were like, okay, like – um, is this going to be a hobby? Like, do I need to get do a part-time like job? Side job? Yes. Yeah. Or what is this going to be? And I just knew, I was like, if I get a space like where I can actually encounter women mm-hmm. and like see them face to face and like get to hear their stories mm-hmm. and bring them like really great pieces at an affordable price, like 
I know I could be that go-to store. Like, I was so passionate about, like, even my jewelry makers. Like, one of my first ones was Poor Sparrow, and her necklaces are literally, like, $14 to $22. Like, they're amazing. And I was just, like, to have someone come in and, like, look for a gift for their friend and be so excited Mm -hmm. that they get to, like, walk out with this necklace that is affordable – like, I was just like, I I need to do that. Yeah. And so I started looking um, just for anything. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to try to find something. Mm-hmm. And there was an incubator space. Um, so the incubator space is what it's like. It's for, it's for startup businesses. So it's mm. super affordable. Everything's included in it. You're not signed into this heavy lease. And when I saw the price of it and knew, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can actually afford this, I knew that it was time to take the jump. And so. Well, and I love that, too, because that is, that was, like, that kind of make or break it moment of that crossroads of, like, okay, do I play it safe and just continue to do the online thing and then do get a side job? Mm -hmm. Or do I step out in faith and trust that if I, you know, make more of an investment that God's going to meet me there. But I love that you did that because you knew your heart was to minister to women. And when you're face to face, you're getting more of an opportunity to meet people. And I love, honestly, that's what I love about Vinnie Louise, Jenny, is it is affordable. And I think it's really hard because I think a lot of times when you have that boutique, like, okay, I can't find this other places store, it's typically really expensive. Mm -hmm. So then people go to like the Forever 21s or the places that are cheaper, but then it's like you lose that connection. Mm -hmm. You don't know the not Yeah, it's not like personable. Like I feel like Vinnie Louise is. You know what I mean? Like if that feels like a hometown shop. Like now when I – being from Texas, like now when I come – or like just following Vinnie Louise on Instagram or like now when I even come to Nashville, I really am like, oh, that's where Vinnie Louise is. Like I can't wait to like go in. Like that's a part of – a Nashville experience to me Thank now. Thank you. Thank it's, you. Yeah, it is. And you've become a staple, especially if like in 12 South, which is where we are right now, like that's an area, a huge walking area. If you've been to Nashville or you've seen people post about Nashville, it, that's the place where the, um, like the I believe in Nashville yeah. sign is, you know, the, and that's like the main, I feel like place where people think of when they think of Nashville. And so people are walking in and they might maybe coming for like a bachelorette or just for the weekend trip. Mm-hmm. And they're getting to find the store and encounter amazing women who work there and know that you're hard behind it. So I think that's super, super cool. Um, okay. So you open the store and that was how many years ago? Opened online. Um, it'll be five years in April. Wow. And so brick and mortar, it's been about four years in November okay well, October okay so first of all three stores in four years is incredible it is crazy <laughs> you're like I'm like incredibly you're crazy like, you're like incredibly you crazy incredibly to the crazy. owner <laughs> we actually have so we technically have four locations because we have a headquarters and a warehouse um and so that's where like all our online is which is crazy too but I mean we wow. so do you feel that. like now do you do better in store or online we do better in store. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's so cool yeah. to even see that was obviously the right step. Yes. Okay. So sure. now that you're you're four years in, is that what you said? Yeah. Four, four and years? a half. Yeah. Um, you've seen a lot of different seasons. So what have been some of like the highest highs and then the lowest lows? Because I think I feel like a lot of women probably listening to this podcast were drawn to this, either have a dream in their heart that they mm-hmm. they feel like the Lord's put on their heart, but they are unsure how to start or if the payoff's going to be worth it. Or maybe they're in, like, year two or maybe year one yes. where it's like, okay, I'm at this crossroads where I'm, I'm hoping that this is still the dream that God's called mm-hmm. me to. Um, 
Or maybe, like, I think looking at someone owning a clothing store, like a cute store in Nashville, that seems like the dream. But I know that there's probably been some pretty tough moments Mm -hmm. through that because everything comes with a sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm. So kind of speak to that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it, you know, it changes. The highs and lows are so different in every season. Um, You know, when I first started, you know, the high is obviously starting. That I Mm -hmm. put it all together. You know, I figured out the wholesale world and figured out the e-commerce side and it was so cool to have something that was like mine um but a low through the first six months when we were online was was yeah like what is this gonna be and you know is this something the lord is calling me to is this something that is supposed to be you know my ministry or is this a hobby which obviously a hobby is ministry as well um but yeah it was hard you know to kind of have that pressure of financially can we make this work um so I mean I think that was a low I think a lot of people go through that um I think there's a lot of women out there I do mentor a few business owners um that are in the retail side and I think a lot of people look at it and they're like, oh, this is so fun. I can do this. They see like the glamour side of yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And then they get in and they're like, oh, wait, <laughs> how do I get sales? Or, oh, wait, what how does is, this, what's comp? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and so I think in the beginning, the low was definitely like not hitting numbers, especially when you're excited about the piece, when you're like, I'm so excited about this. Um, so that was definitely one of the seasons like, in the beginning of the highs and lows, the high was opening, going after it. The low was, you know, really believing in your product and not necessarily seeing the results you thought you were going to see. Um, and then it kind of transitioned into when I had the store and I started meeting the customers. I mean, honestly, my customers have been like my high from day oh. one. Like it is. I love that answer. Cause I mean, like the people are your high. They, I mean, That's like they really honestly sweet. are I love that. like they, even if it was, like, a hard story, the fact that they were sharing it with me just, like, continued to motivate me, and it was so great. Um, a high was definitely when I got employees. That was scary, but great, um, and then, you know, some of those turned into lows. I think, um, you know, not everyone is going to get on board with you know, your story or what you were going after. And that's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And that's probably been one of the biggest lows um, is sometimes staffing. Mm -hmm. Um, You kind of have this expectation in your head of like, and you kind of want every you want everyone to love it just as much as as you. you, And that's never going to happen. I mean, that's in everything, you know, no one's going to love your kid as much. No one's going to love your husband as much. No one's going to love, you know, and that's, that's totally understandable. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you find things that have happened that are damaging to your brand and damaging to your customer, your heart breaks, you know, Mm -hmm. your heart breaks for, you know, can I keep doing this? And, you know, are my customers being hurt by this? Um, but now I am in a season of such high for my team. Like I have never had this like high of like a team before. Mm. Um, I trust them so much. Like they're literally all so wonderful and it took me five years to get there. Mm -hmm. And I think for anyone that's listening, that's wrestling with like employees, honestly, like continuing to set boundaries, continuing to know like, 
um, having certain expectations, like, is going to help you get to the team that you want. But, I mean, that's honestly one of my biggest highs right now. Like, being a new mom, like, knowing that I have a team that, like, loves my customers as much as I do and loves mm-hmm. my brand as much as I do, like, has given me the best high. Um, well, yeah, because now, like, you can't be there as much yeah. as you would like in this mm-hmm. new season, which, side note, she is the cutest little girl. Like, she's pre- nine months, right? Nine months. Her name is Rowan, which I just think is the cutest name. That's Rowan Park. I'm like, future store owner right yeah, there. Exactly. Like, Lady <laughs> Louise Part 2 yeah. is Rowan Park. <laughs> if Rowan your daughter Park. wants to open a store, she has a name. Yeah, her. Yeah. Which I'm sure you probably thought of a little bit. Sadly, like, we did. Oh, totally. Like, like, <laughs> I, I think that when I think of future kid names, I'm like, can it be an artist name? Can it be yes. a store name? Or could it be the president of the United States? Like, I love that. You have to have all the you, options. You have to have the options. You know? Yes. Okay, so I have a question. So we know you have a husband, a nine-month-old, and yes. like th- two going on three stores. Has there ever been a moment, and you've experienced these, like, high highs and, like, low lows, like, has there ever been a moment where you were like, I can't do this anymore? Just getting to the real, real. Real, real, yes. Um, For several different reasons. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I have. I have had those probably thoughts probably every year at different Mm -hmm. times. Um. One has absolutely nothing to do with the customers. Like, literally, that's what keeps me going. Um, But it is hard. I mean, it is hard to run a business. It's hard to set those boundaries that I was just talking about, um, to balance, you know, being a wife and being a mom and, you know, providing for the family and then also this job. But, um. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what kind of brings me back is like what the Lord has called me to. Mm-hmm. And um, I do believe that he is working in that store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can feel it, Jenny. Like we, I was you. in there today and you just walk in and it's just a safe place. And you just see women like happy and excited. And there's like, like I've seen a lot of mom and daughters come in. I feel like mm-hmm. that's been a common thing I've noticed. Yeah. And I just think because you carry so many different sizes and, like, different styles, it's just a place where women come in and feel, like – Good about themselves. Yeah, good about themselves. Yeah. And even, like, you carry clothes that are modest that can be layered. Like, there's a ton of just different – I don't know. It's just it's just amazing. It is really cool. You're creating this Thank community you. place. And I know for my sisters who both, both work for you, like, that's partly why I wanted to have you on is you've given them opportunities. Like, you're providing not just for your family, but you have these women that are – getting to work under you that are learning from your business model and learning what it looks like to run a business in a Christ-like way. And that that's hard and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So just know, like, people see that. I appreciate it. Well, and I think it's really cool that you're taking something like shopping and fashion and clothing and you really are using it, like, for his kingdom. Because I think a lot of people who maybe, like, run a boutique or, like, do something on, like, an online shop, it's hard, it's hard to, like, correlate that sometimes or, like, it's hard mm-hmm. to say, like, they will – but this is, like, just plain dress up. So how could I – you know what I mean? Like, how is this a mission field? But I think what's really cool is that, like, yours is and you've owned that because you know it's your calling. And then in return, customers totally feel that when they walk in. So I just think that's cool that you've, like, known that as your mission field and now your employees do too. Yes. And, I mean, that is that is something that is, like, like what I said, like, keeps me going. And, like, for anyone listening out there that – you know, is in the middle of, like, should I throw in the towel or not? Like, the answer is not always throw in the towel, and the answer is definitely not always, like, keep the towel. Um, You have to figure out, like, what's best for you. But, like, going back to, like, why I started this, that answer has never, like, been a throw in the towel moment. 
even if like hard circumstances has like come through Vinny. And I mean, that's just me being real. Like, I mean, literally I messaged my accountant like maybe six months ago. Like, how much do you think my business is worth? Mm -hmm. Like to sell it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then now, you know, I'm opening another location. (laughs) So I'm either crazy or crazy, but, um, (laughs) but we're going after it. (laughs) Okay. So last question. Um, I kind of just wanted to know what you would say to somebody who's maybe in your shoes, like the beginning of a dream. Maybe it's not a store. Maybe it's something else. But what would you say to somebody that feels like that tug on their heart of God giving them a dream um, that would be encouraging? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely pray about it. Um, definitely seek counsel. I mean, it's great to, if you have a husband or if it's like your best friend or it's your mom. It's so great to like – process it out with someone that actually knows you. Um, I think that is important when someone knows your heart already and then they can kind of see like why you're leaning a certain way. And it's great to just kind of have someone to bounce ideas off of mm-hmm. because you're not going to have everything figured out. Um, and that's when, that's something too, I would say to just give yourself grace in that. Um, I am definitely a step-by-step person. I am not a like 10 mile ahead person. And that's probably why I'm like, I'm opening a new store, but I may close. Um, <laughs> You're like, how is this all happening? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, to just give yourself grace and like the step by step. But I say that, but then I also say, just do it. Yeah. If you feel like it is like something you're supposed to do, go after it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think one of the best decisions I made was opening two months after my dream. Like, after I I had it. Not waiting for, like, Um, the quote perfect time. Not waiting for it Mm -hmm. because there's always going to be a financial thing. There's always going to be a, you know, birthday coming up or a holiday Mm -hmm. or a travel um, and to just go after it. And that could be you going after it, like, between 6 to 8 p.m., 6 Mm -hmm. to 9 p.m., you waking up early. Like, I just challenge anyone who has a dream to just, like, Start it now. Mm -hmm. And that may not be like opening day starts tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but go ahead and start the process. Um, You're going to figure out the things and you're going to figure out mistakes um, as you're open. But Mm -hmm. hey, at least you're open. So I just want to say that was our sort of basically basic. It totally, everything you're saying, I was like, yep. That's so us because we did not have a game plan really. Like, I mean, really, it was Tyler, Amanda's husband, writing the theme song that finally was like, okay, we have a song. We just need to do this. Yeah, that gave us like the kick in the booty. That was like your Instagram handle. You're like, I have an Instagram handle. I I better start posting to it. And ours was totally, we have a theme song. We better make a podcast to go with it. (laughs) And now, like, you're probably looking back four years later, almost five years later, and being like, how did we get here? Like, it is insane. Like, one thing to add, to, I really want to encourage everyone who's out there who, like, is on a budget. Um, You know, I've met with some people, and they, like, some other business owners, and, you know, they took a loan from the bank, and, you know, say it was, like, 150000 to have this huge rebuild. And one thing that I always remind myself is like comparison is the thief of joy Mm -hmm. and I just like never really I just really never compare myself to anyone and where they're at um you know I started with two thousand dollars and we're now a seven-figure company um and so you do not have to start big to start so good um I you guys my dressing room in my first store was a shower curtain rod I'm not (laughs) kidding Um, and so it's totally okay to just start with where you're at and start with the funds that you have. Do not feel like 
you have to have, you know, 10 grand to start. Um, if the Lord is like putting that desire on your heart, like the path will, will be made right for you guys. That's so good. And I think that is really encouraging because I think we're all waiting for that, like either sign in the sky or just like everything to come together or Mm -hmm. fall into place. And that just, it doesn't happen that way. Like you have to kind of plow through for yourself, you know? Right. That's so good. Okay. So if people want to find you, find the store, what's the best way for them to do that? Definitely Instagram. Um, Instagram, we post, you know, fun pictures. We do Insta stories of what we have every day. Hashtag we're happy. Hashtag we're happy. (laughs) And that will lead you to our website. It will lead you to our email. It'll lead you to our phone. Everything is there. Um, It is Vinny Louise. So at Vinny Louise. And, and if you're in Nashville or close by, you have to go to the store. Go. Come to the stores Absolutely. for sure. Come visit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed having Jenny on as much as we did. Yes. Thank you so much, Jenny. It's for so encouraging. It's so yeah. fun. When you see girl bosses like mm-hmm. just doing what God's called them to do. And I think one thing, Jenny, that I love is that you've you went from being like, okay, God, could this be a ministry? To now being fully aware that this is your ministry and that the Lord mm-hmm. is using you in this way. And I think sometimes, like, it takes us stepping out to even see what the Lord's doing. And I know Mm -hmm. five years from now, you're going to be looking back and be like, I can't even believe where I'm at now. You know, like, it doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really hope this encourages listeners because I know it encouraged me. Me too. Thank you, Jenny, so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Of course. And I know that after this episode, we're totally going to go shopping at Vinny. And then we're going tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to post it on our Instagram so you guys can. Not only take our word for it, but you can see how cute it is. Yes, for <laughs> sure. Oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. Well, I'm Cami. I'm Amanda. We're Basically Basic. And we know you are, too. Be blessed. And be basic.